What's up, everybody? It's time for another Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Keefe. Today's podcast is an interview with Scooter Ward of Cold. Check it out. Welcoming in Scooter Ward of Cold. Scooter, how are you doing today, sir? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. It's great to chat with you. Uh, it's been a while. Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, we're talking about The Things We Can't Stop, the brand new record coming out in September on Napalm Records. I've had a chance to spend some time with the album. Uh, it's definitely a new era for Cold, and I wanted to kind of jump in there and talk about this kind of transformation the band has undergone in the last few years leading up to this record. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we've definitely... Uh, the older members of cold we had all branched out and started doing so side projects and different things and um i know jeremy our bass player he kind of um did a thing with another band fall to tune and then him and his wife had a baby now they're on number two uh and they're just he's enjoying his life man i'm really happy for him um so you know we had to move a couple members around and get some new people um but you know at the end of the day i was trying i needed to i think it took a long time to make the record to kind of get the people the new members into old and you know uh they needed to get acclimated to how we play music and what we do and you know it's very emotional uh so i don't want i never wanted members just to come in and play go through parts or be a studio musician and come in and just do a thing um, the important thing with Cold was to feel the music, not only be able to play it correctly, but to play with your heart. And um, so it took a little time for that, and it just clicks in. You know, it's it's creating a family. I tell a lot of younger bands that when they start out, they're like, well, what's the recipe for being a successful band? The first thing is to not break up after a year and get new members, because every time I come to town, you guys are with different people. To form a family and create that vibe and that connection, because it all comes across on everything that you do, you know, every sound that you make. So it's very important. I'm glad you said that. And I'm glad you said family and heart, because those are two things that I think about when I think of cold. Historically, I think about the heart of the music and I think about kind of a family vibe that the band has tried to have. And obviously, you've had Lindsay's been with you for quite a while, five, six years. Now you have Nick, Johnny and Ethan. And what I wanted to ask as a writer, when you start considering, you know, new songs for a new album and a new project uh, and you have to take into account new personalities and new musical flavors. Right. Um, yeah. Did that change kind of, uh, you know, when you when you write a song on your own or a lyric or a melody line or an actual part to a song and then someone comes in and plays it, you, mm -hmm. they change it. Invariably, their personal stamp goes on it. So I and it was very important that they didn't change it, you know. So um, it was very weak to be cold and, you know, uh, for people, for a fan base really, to have what they've always had with cold. It was very important for everything to be true for them. So, um, I just, I was very adamant about the parts that were played and little notes and things like that. Nick, however, was, you know, Nick's been with me through, he's always been in different bands throughout our career, um, and going for it. And he's all, well, I've always brought him out on the road opening up for Cole. So I've had a connection with Nick for 20 years now. So he was more developed when it came to that with me because he had not only been a fan of the band, but had been a close friend to me. So he kind of got acclimated to it all eas uh, faster and was able to, you know, add little things that were true to form for Colt. So, um, 
you know, that was a that was an easy transition with him. And Lindsay's amazing, so she's doing great. Um, Ethan, however, had some uh, things that have happened with his personal life where he was unable to do this tour. Um, so I don't I don't really want to say anything about that because I'm not really sure what they want to say because it just happened. So we're kind of uh, in a situation with that, but it's okay. Everything will be fine. Life gets in the way sometimes, and we wish you the best and uh, fingers yeah. crossed for that situation. Um, I do want to talk about the music because I think this all plays into the record itself is very strong. I think there's a lot of really deep songs. Um, you know, it's not, you know, we're not kids anymore. It's not as urgent. There are definitely some upbeat tunes, but I think it's very, uh, you know, wistful and philosophical. Uh, yep. uh, especially things like Snowblind and The Devil We Know and Better Human and, you know, yeah. Systems Fail and Beautiful Life. I think these are tracks that I, I singled out as like, oh, this is, there's messages here that are, you know, deeper than the typical emotions you get with a rock record. So I want to, you know, yeah. obviously you went through some personal changes. I know there's a, uh, there was some commentary about you had suffered with some writer's block. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the, those, the songs you mentioned were definitely, um, those are cold songs. You know, those, those are the things. Like, we've definitely shined was a little different with the beat and the tempo of it. Um, we, I needed to write, you know, I had been bullied in my early, early years, back, you know, maybe nine or ten years old when I was a child. And then, you know, seeing, not that it's ever gone away, but just seeing it more now because of social media and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, guns in school, things like that. Um, my kids entering high school was definitely a thing. Going to a new school, I saw how it affected them a little bit. Not that they were bullied hardcore. It was just that there was that emotional thing with them, not being loner and not uh, feeling feeling kind of left out of the situation. And just watching them go through that when they started high school, uh, just brought me back to that place. And I was driving around one day and I couldn't, I had had writer's block. I couldn't find the lyric or the, what the melody was for that song. All I had was the chorus. I want to see you shine. I want to see you go for the one. Um, but the content of the song was gone and I had no idea what it was going to be about. And I was driving through the mountains of California one night and I, it just hit me. I was like, oh, this is, this is what it needs to be. You know, even though that the chorus is beautiful and, you know, people are like, oh, it's an upbeat song. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's an upbeat song with the most tragic verses possible. You know, if you really listen to the content of the song, it's a brutal thing about a little girl that feels like a freak and uh, is just getting picked on and left out and beat up. So there's nothing beautiful about it. I just want, I wanted, I, I, that's what I wanted for my girls. I wanted them, I just go hold on for a second. You know, I've been there. And if you can, and if you can just let it not bother you, you're going to be okay. But it takes time. You know, that's in all things in life. You know, you got to, when bad things happen, you got to hold on. And however you deal with those bad times is what forms you as a person. So try to be a better person and just hold on and things are going to be okay. With Snowblind and songs like that, that's where I went deeper, you know, with the old cold kind of vibe and with Snowblind's about me being an addict. I drew from that in my past and um, I'll always be an addict however I'm good enough. But, uh, you know, I just, I had always, back in the old days, I, I knew that that was going to kill me if I kept doing it. So Snowblind's basically about me giving up on addiction and not trying to help myself and uh, just going back home to 
to commit suicide, basically, and have my friends carry me away in the funeral. Like, I used to have visions of that when I was younger. Um, and I had to write it down. And Snowblind took a long time for me to get there with that, because like, I kept changing the lyrics and was like, what's the song about? And, you know, it's about going in all the way on something and, and just letting it take you over and consume you. And I know that's an epidemic right now with drugs and things, with uh, pills and things like that. And, you know, when you're in that situation, man, it's such a dark place that sometimes there's no getting out. And I hope people find hope in little things like songs or movies or something to inspire them to become better and get out of that situation. But the sad truth is, is that, you know, half the time it doesn't happen. And that's exactly what happens. You're going to die. So I was like, let's go raw with that one. You know, let's be real. Word, I appreciate that answer. Uh, you know, it's kind of weird in a way. Uh, things come, you know, full circle, right? Your band started in the pre-social media era, in the era when albums physically still sold, they still sell, but streaming is thing, you know, a thing now. Social media is a thing now, so it's interesting, uh, you know, as a as an older person with children to see sort of today's world through your old lens with your kids. It's a scary time for a parent or a young person. I wouldn't want to go back and be a teenager today it's terrifying yeah no it really is my my oldest daughter 24 she's in seattle she, she's a teacher um you know it's it's hard to say you know it's hard it's hard you know i have my two girls in high school and then my oldest daughter in the classroom every day granted she teaches elementary kids but dude it's a scary world right now you know it's like that's the place you know and you never know when it's going to happen and you never know it doesn't matter how safe it is how safe the community is it could happen at any moment because one child was bullied or one child, uh, you know, falls for propaganda or starts believing things he sees on the Internet. And it's it's a crazy place. Indeed. I think on the positive tip, though, uh, a thing that cold has always been is a vessel to sort of inspire and say it's going to be OK. You know, these bad things, yeah. these bad things are part of real life and there's no getting away from them. Right. Don't look away. But it's going to yeah. it's going to get better. And I think the music has always done that. I think this music does that. Um, um, Thanks, and that's exactly what we've always tried to do. You know, I just I want people to go dark so they can connect with it. But then I try in most songs, some songs not like Snowblind, but I try to you know I I've gone out of it. I've done it, so that's me just doing my interpretation on how I dealt with it and how I was better. So I hope that inspired people to do it, and even the ones that don't. When, you know, for instance, Snowblind, if somebody can connect with that on a level and feel like, hey, man, I don't feel alone right now, that alone can help someone, inspire someone to go, hey, man, he's still alive, he's still breathing, he didn't go home to kill himself, you know, so I'm going to, I've already gotten messages just from Shine, you know, from the, on, I've got private messages where kids have written me and grownups have written me that they were suicidal, that song has lifted them up, now they're seeking help. They're doing things with drugs, um, you know, going to meetings, stuff like that. So it's already inspiring and it hasn't even really come out yet. So that's kind of amazing to me. Awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it, too. I have to say uh, uh, it's definitely compelling. And, you know, I, it's weird to me. I always thought bullying would someday go away. Bullies get bullied back and they stop. But, yeah, it just right. seems worse than ever. I don't know why. Yeah, you know, you would think that we we would evolve, right? We would keep growing to where one day that would be non-existent. But I think throughout our, I think throughout just history, things repeat itself, and you know, it's just it's a thing, right? It's it's never gone away, but it's very prevalent right now. So I I hope that we can grow. I'll say this though about our kids and high school and when my daughter was in college, like um, because they're the kids that have to hide under their desk from you know 
it's going to be okay later on. You know what I mean? Like, they're more aware of what's happening. And it just, you know, even though they're on their phones all the time and stuff like that, like these kids, I'm like, yeah, they, but they know everything, you know, um, and the knowledge they have. And I think it's, I think it's about it to bubble up and pop and everything's going to be okay in the future. I think they're going to change the world. Awesome. I love to hear that. And, uh, I hope so. I'm hopeful. <laughs> I really do, man. Like I said, just being, going to dinners with all of my kids, college friends, the high school kids, just talking to them about these things. They're, they're way, more advanced than we were when, when I was a child, at least. No doubt. Same. <laughs> yeah. Totally the same, I feel. Yeah. I definitely am old man on the lawn now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's great. I don't know if you're a very nostalgic person, but you know we are coming up on you know the 20th anniversary of the band last year officially, and next year is a pretty big anniversary for the band with uh, the 13 Ways record hits 20 yeah. 20 years, kind of crazy. Um, yeah. I want I wanted, even though we're focused on this new record and I'm totally stoked for it. I did want to ask if you, as we we're approaching this anniversary, do you have any thoughts about that time? Looking back, are there any plans to celebrate that release with? An, uh, you know, a re-release or a vinyl or something. Um, you know, man, I I I know that we are we are working with Napalm to get the older records put on vinyl. It's not really a special thing for Thirteen Ways. It's just we would like to have the older releases all on vinyl. Everybody is a collector now, and they have you know record players, which is awesome, by the way, because that's how I grew up listening to music. So yeah, I, I you know I'm not. <laughs> I'm I'm not really nostalgic, so I don't really hold on to things like that. So I don't really know. And with the new record, man, there's so much going on. I'm so overwhelmed with that alone. Uh, with a new band, a new record, I haven't really even thought about that. All good. Uh, and as we're looking forward to the release of the record, I'm sure you guys have some touring planned and uh, anything else you're looking forward to on the horizon with this sort of new... Yeah, man, we are enter. touring, I think, uh, on June, not, not June... The end of this month on the 29th is the first show in New Jersey, and then we are touring across the country. We're adding a second leg onto the tour, so we will be out till middle of November. We're just excited to see the Cold Army again, man. You know, throughout our career, we, we have played nice, intimate venues and just have been with these people for so long that it feels like a family reunion. So it's going to be very nice to connect with them again and just play music, man. We're looking forward to it. Awesome. And I think the fans, as you said, the Cold Army is looking forward to you as well. Uh, Scooter. Yeah. Really great catching up with you. Thanks so much for sharing so many stories and such personal stuff. Thank you for this record. Uh, the oh, we, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure, man. The Things We Can't Stop is out uh, September 13th on Napalm Records, and we're looking forward to it. All right, dude. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Talk soon. All right, thanks, man. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.